Welcome to All About the Sisters Wellness Podcast, where we help you reclaim your overall health and wellness. Get informed, take action, and be better at being well. I'm Melanie Painter, founder of All About the Sisters, and your host. Nobody could have guessed that after a kick-ass start to 2020, a mere two months later, we would all be ushered inside because of a worldwide pandemic. It is now July, and we're still here. One person I know for sure who did not foresee this was the founder of a social movement whose mission is smashing the stereotype that black people don't swim. They aim to teach 2020 black people and people of color how to swim. Before I heard of BPWS, I had no idea there was such a stereotype. In 2014, the CDC found that an 11 year old black child is 10 times more likely to drown than a white child the same age. The New York Times reported in 2018, there was racism in America's pools, and it wasn't new. I believe that every child should have the right to swim, and every Black person should learn how to swim. For this reason, I wanted to talk to Paulana about this, because she is pursuing something that is so niche and rare in a state like New York. I can't believe she's the only one. Our guest today is Paulana Lamane, a multimedia journalist and on-air personality who loves telling compelling stories. She has written for Fast Company, Shondaland, LearnVest, Blavity, Her Agenda, and more, where her mission is amplifying stories that traditional media won't tell. She loves Jesus, Beyonce, and chocolate in that order. When she's not putting her pen to work or interviewing your favorite celebrities, she's, she's teaching people how to swim. Her new venture, Black People Can Swim, is a social platform with a mission to encourage 2020 Black people to learn to swim this year. When we sat down for this recording, Black People Will Swim was a semi-finalist for the Essence and Pine Sol Build Your Legacy contest. Welcome, Polana. So I remember meeting you about, I don't know, maybe two or three years ago at the Benchmark uh, Creative Group with Erica Ash. And, you know, that event, I have to say, was a real turning point for me because there was so much talent in the room that night. And I was very grateful at that point in my life to meet her. So, you know, it really inspired me. And then I started following you on Twitter and you used to share all of this, uh, these leads for jobs in media. And I remember saying, I like Polana. She's like cool people because she's really like down for the black community. And then look at where we are now and look at what you're doing, um, which is why we're here today and what we're going to talk about. So. Let's dive. Start with telling us a little bit about yourself. Who is Paulana? Uh, Paulana is an outgoing, charismatic um, person, Haitian-American journalist who just loves telling um, compelling stories. I love talking to people. You know, in, in elementary school, my, um, my orchestra teacher called me a gossip monger because I talk too much in class. And really it wasn't, I was talking too much. I just love music. So I was talking about Britney Spears and Usher and the cute boys in music class at the playground, you know? So um, that's where it started. And my love for just talking to people, I realized that, oh, I can really make this a career. And so, yeah, so, and I'm a plus size girl who loves working out, who loves having a good time. Right. 
and I'm pretty optimistic. So if you tell me no, I'm the type of person I'm going to find another way around that. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're embracing everything that's quirky about you because it's really not until Isari brought up, you know, being awkward that everybody realized that awkward was a thing. I wish I had realized it a decade before her because I always say I would have made, I could make awkwardness a thing. I'm awkward as fuck. <laughs> you're a swimmer as well? I am. You are a swimmer. How did you get into swimming? Like, why did you think that you needed to learn to swim? So growing up, um, I live in the suburbs, probably like an hour outside of Manhattan. And my mom put us in swimming classes when we were younger. So that's why I first, first learned how to swim. And then as I grew up, um, you know, I gained a lot of weight in high school. So um, I learned how to, I relearned how to swim back in college and I joined my college swim team. And from there, I, I was, I went to your college and that's where I learned. That's where I met my coaches. Um, and I joined this team um, called Newfoundland Swim Team, where I was kind of like, I was basically their assistant coach, basically helping the little ones learn how to swim. And then from there, I just started coaching with them, then went to the YMCA, started becoming a swim instructor. And then now here I am, more than 10 years later, I have this initiative, which is crazy to me that like, yo, I really did this called Black People Will Swim because I love my Black community. I love Black people. And if it's not me empowering us, or if it's not you or I empowering us, who else is going to do it? You know, who else is going to do the work? Exactly. So you created Black People Will Swim. And I have to admit, when I first saw it, I was like, why do we need this initiative? Everybody swims. Um, and that is just in my ignorance. So what specifically did you see going on that made you take a second look and want to create this initiative? Yeah, so last summer, I, I, I started like a challenge. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna teach 30 people how to swim. And I put it on Twitter. And from there, I got a lot of retweets, a lot of likes, a lot of inquiries about, hey, I want to swim. And I was like, wait, hold up. I live in Long Island, so I won't be able to get to everyone. But then from those inquiries, you know, filtering down just based off of location, a lot of people were still interested. So I didn't reach my goal. I ended up reaching about like 26 people. And my, because it became so much for me, because I'm also working a full, at the time I was working a full-time job as a social media strategist. So it became a lot. So my sister, who's also an instructor, I gave her people as well. So we're both like tag teaming and trying to, you know, hit our 30 person mark. Mm -hmm. And from there I had a client and she was like, oh my, she was really, really, really scared of the water. I mean, like it you know, it, it, it really took, a, it takes a lot of patience to teach someone who has like, who has experienced past trauma in the light in their life. Mm -hmm. So it took a lot of patience, which that's not an issue for me. But one of the things she said, she was like, did you know that she was like, oh, I can't float. And I'm just like, why? She was like, well, didn't you know that black people bones are too dense? That's why we can't float. And I'm just like, girl, what? Like, where did you hear that from? Where did you, where, who told you this? Mm -mm. You know, it's like a, a kid who says something crazy to their mom. It's like, yeah. no, you're going to tell, bring me to that person that told you that. <laughs> and that's how I felt because 
you know, you hear about these stereotypes all the time. Oh, black people don't swim because they don't want to get their hair wet. Black people don't swim because their bones are too dense. Black people don't swim because of X, Y, and Z, when really that's not the case at all. And so from there, I did my research and realized that, yo, this is not just a black people thing. This is a racial thing. Right. This is something that has been started during slavery that as a result of slavery and as a result of keeping black people from certain acts from from certain um access and from certain mm -hmm. um activities that they created the jim crow laws which you know it's like separate but equal yeah. so of course there were pools in in black neighborhoods and there were pools in white neighborhoods but guess what it's like it's like imagine one big one pool in a black neighborhood compared to three pools in, in a white neighborhood. neighborhood. And I and I've seen that in many neighborhoods. I've seen it in New Jersey. I've seen it out in the you know in some of the burbs, depending on you know where it is. And I'm glad you brought up the the the, 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 the racial discussion because that's my next question. So with regards to racial disparity and what we are fighting for right now, why are diversity and representation important in swimming? you think well it's it's just think about it like how would you feel how did you feel when you saw Beyonce or Serena Williams killing it in the sport or Oprah it's like when you see the possibilities you know you know that oh my gosh if they can do it I can do it and that's what it comes down to um there's this quote is uh it goes I forgot the name of the quote it's um it's not seeing is believing. Oh, I know this quote and I'm going to, I'm going to email it to you because I know <laughs> this quote and I say it all the time, but it's not coming to mind, but in short representation, it, it's a, it means, and it does a lot to someone. If, if they see someone who looks like them, they know the possibilities of what, what can be done. I know when I was in college, um, there were a lot of people who came from the Caribbean on scholarships for sports. And one of the weird things was that some of my best friends were on tennis scholarships. And I used to play tennis in high school. And I was like, I didn't even know that we could get a scholarship to go to school in America, you know, playing tennis. Are you serious? There were people swimming and doing all kinds of things, but I never knew that. I did, the education wasn't enveloping all of that fact. So tell me about, uh, black people will swim and what you're seeking to do now that it's become a real entity and a real initiative. So our goals for black people will swim really is just cut and dry. We want to teach 2020 people how to swim. The reason why I chose that number is because, well, we're in 2020, 2020. we're 2020. And I'm also like, like I told you earlier, I'm someone where you can't tell me no. Like, if you tell me no, that's fine. I'm going to sit with it, but mm -hmm. I'm going to find another way <laughs> to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, as for God and I, you know, that's a different story, you know, because mm -hmm. that's, that's God. You know, I don't go there. <laughs> um, but in short, you know, I wanted to choose a goal because just to see where I would go with that. Right. And I kind of pulled from the book of Diddy you know, he was like, I'm going to run the New York marathon. And he right. was training in like three, three months mm -hmm. training for the marathon. And I don't think he completed it, but the fact that he did it in three, in three months time, that's pretty commendable, especially for what he ha already had on his plate. So in short, my goal, our goal is to teach 2020 people and not just that, but we really want to encourage people to understand the the stories behind these stereotypes how they mm -hmm. came about 
And most importantly, how to take care of your hair when it comes to swimming. I think that's one of the biggest obstacles that black people and black women face right. is how to take care of our is how to take care of our hair when it comes to chlorine. So we're partnering up with different brands where they are not only providing products, mm-hmm. but they'll be providing hairstylists and hair influencers to teach how to do your hair because it's one thing to learn from YouTube. It's cool and all, but there it's different when you have someone who sees your hair, right. who understands it and say, okay, you may think your hair looks like this person on YouTube, but that, that's not the case. Here is what product may actually work for you, especially when it comes to the water. So those are the two, two main reasons. And of course, representation, we want to think about the ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So if one person knows how to swim, if a mom knows how to swim, their kids are their kids are going to learn how to are going to learn how to swim, and their kids, and that's that that's the effect that we want to have. Okay, so we're in the midst of a pandemic right now, and we've been here since about the middle of March. You started this initiative when January. I started this initiative last summer. Last, mm-hmm. Oh, last summer. Okay, last summer. What, so because we we're all quarantined and inside. Is the brand on hold? Like what's, what's happening right now? Great question. I mean, right now we are finding ways to get money. You know, Mm -hmm. I started Black People Will Swim out of my own pockets. Mm -hmm. I was paying my creative director out of pocket, my video editor, you know, I was paying out of pocket, but now that I'm technically not working right now, we just want to be work smarter and not harder. So how can we get to the bag? You know, white entrepreneurs, they get a lot of funding, but Black women, we only get less than 0.001% of funding. So that's our goal right now is to get funding in the interest. So I'm an African-American parent, let's just see. Um, What can I do right now to encourage my kids to learn to swim? Take them to swim class. That's really it. Also, I think it's really important for them to see why it's important. So talking to them about, you know, some well-known Black swimmers, Simone Manuel, uh, Cullen Jones. There are so many Black swimmers out there, so many Black athletes out there that we should really show them defeating and killing it in underrepresented um, sports. Alia Atkinson, she's from Jamaica. So she is a, also a well-known swimmer that is killing the game. So just showing, by simply just showing them like, hey, you know, th- these are these boys and girls, they look just like you. And then just taking them to swimming too, taking them to swim class. Mm. So, so in the midst of the, the talks about change and policies, and I know like social services is a real need right now. Do you think this, is, this should be part of the conversation, fighting the stigmas around, not just swimming, but just sports in general? Do you think that's part of the equation? Do you see it as helping the kids in any particular way? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was actually another point that we have to educate our children on these stereotypes. If somebody comes to you and say, oh, I didn't know black people could float. Like, oh, yes, we do. Yes, we, we could float. <laughs> we swim, we run, we do ballet. And that's the thing. A lot of, I think, especially during those times, a lot of, you know, the atmosphere that was happening during that time, a lot of racists were saying, hey, you guys can't swim, telling us, feeding us these lies, telling us that we can't do certain things. And meanwhile, we could do it just as good, if not better than right. some, some of these people. 
So we peeped that black people will swim as partnering up with Adidas. Share a little bit about it. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Adidas. So when I saw you, I was like, oh my gosh. So share a little bit about how this happened. Yeah, so this is, so just to correct you real quick, this is actually not a partnership. Oh. This is, yeah, so this, we are actually a, a grant recipient from Adidas Ooh. and iFundWomen. Yeah, so we really made sure, a lot of people interpreted it as that, but we made sure, if you read it, we really said that we are grant recipients. So iFundWomen and Adidas had, they part, they are the partners. They're the okay. ones that, they're the partners. So they partner up and they created a program called Reimagine Sports, where they are helping women entrepreneurs level the playing field when it comes to sports. So really just elevating um, women athletes in the, in the sports or whatever sports they're in. And um, so with that, we filled out the application and we were chosen as one of the grant recipients. So what does that mean, right? So it's like, okay, it's not a partnership. It's a grant recipient. We get it. What does that mean? So <laughs> That means that we Adidas not only gives us a grant, so this is the this is where their partnership comes into play. Adidas and I fund women. Adidas gives us the grant, um, gives us the grant to help us fund our business, and I fund women. They the, they provide the platform for us to raise more money for the business. Okay. So pretty much, essentially, these two brands are setting us up for success as women entrepreneurs in sports girl i love it i'm gonna call this a partnership with adidas this is a win like you said it's a win for all of us i'm just happy over here so yeah adidas hats off to you you've been my brand from day one i don't yes don't get me wrong listen we're gonna speak a partnership into existence for myself for black people so that is definitely like a goal of mine because i had tweeted back in april that i wanted to partner with with an athletic brand you know, that's something that I've always wanted to do for the longest because I'm an athlete, you know, I may not have to post it on Instagram, but I truly embody what an athlete is. That's someone who's hardworking, their mindset, they love to work out and I'm high key competitive too. So <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I want, well, of, of course that's more to why we won, but like I'm super competitive. So I give the best a hundred percent in everything that I do. So. Well, that's good. We want to know that we have someone who's behind these brands that are really, really going to go hard for everybody. Mm -hmm. So what's next for Black People Will Swim? So right now we are in the running. We are semifinalists for the Essence and Pine Soul Build Your Legacy contest where we can, we are, uh, where we can win, possibly win a hundred grand. So Ooh. Listen, it's all about getting the money. There is money out there. Yes, we are in on the cusp of a recession, but don't let anyone tell you different. There is money out there, okay? So you got to look. You got to look high and low for it, but there's money out there. So in short, we are in the running. We're one of three semifinalists for the Essence Pine Soul competition. And really, the way that people can support us, if you love the brand, if you love the mission, what we're trying to do, you vote for us. The person with the most votes, they win the hundred grand. And honey, wow. if we win a hundred grand, wow, wow, yeah. And 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 really, that speaks to the work ethic of myself and my team because mm -hmm. within the six months that we've been established as a company, 
to get two big names like Essence Adidas and uh, three names, Essence Adidas and I Fund Women, it really speaks to the necessity of Black People Will Swim. It really speaks to the uniqueness of this program. It really speaks to the importance and why this is so important. Because sometimes if you don't know, you don't know, right? right? If you don't know the drowning statistics, I can't blame you for that. But someone who does know about it, I have to take it upon myself to educate you people. 70% of Black kids don't know how to swim compared to 42% of Hispanic and 40% of white people. Right. That, that's, that's crazy. And that's unfair. But people don't realize that it's not, it's not our fault that we don't know. Is systematic racism that is literally the underbed and the foundation of America. But I think it's also with the opportunities abounding right now, I think it's also the timing. You know, there's a there's a uh, a revolution going on, and it's not like past revolutions, but I think this one is very different in the sense that we are really showing up as behind the eight ball on everything. We're behind the eight ball on healthcare, education. We're behind the eight ball on being able to vote, you know, um, freely and fairly. We're behind the eight ball in sports and all of this stuff. And I'm like, well, as a collective race, we, we have a, a sort of a consciousness and awareness that's going on right now. And we need to really fill the holes and make sure that not just our voices are heard, but we make the necessary changes. And I think initiatives like this, even though they may seem or deemed not as important as other things, these are the social aspects that are going to come in and back up all of those changes in laws and policies and all of that stuff. And I think you're in the, the right timing for the switch that's about to happen. And mm -hmm. so I just want to congratulate you on taking the initiative going forward and really like staying true to your people, staying true to what you know and providing something that's a way out for many, many kids. You know, when they, this is a summer camp happening, you know, once we're able to open back and partnering with different swim meets around the world and, you know, just getting kids excited about something. So instead of focusing now on being in the NBA and the NFL, um, they could probably focus on being the next great swimmer. And we need, we need more representation, you're right. I know one black swimmer from Trinidad, I think is uh, Siobhan Cropper. She's been the only one that I've known for years and she's been to the Olympics and we keep, you know, um, that name keeps coming up over the years, but I've only known one. Um, maybe there are others, but we're not tapped in. So thanks for bringing about this awareness for us. Tell people where they can find you, find uh, Black People Will Swim. Sure. Um, you can find myself at it's Paulana, I-T-S-P-A-U-L-A-N-A. And you can find Black People Will Swim at blackpeoplewillswim.com. As easy as that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Paulana, thank you so much. I'm going to let everybody know, please go support Paulana and Black People Will Swim. And we'll be rooting for you. Thank you so much, Melanie. <laughs> I'm Melanie Painter, and I thank you for listening. For more about All About the Sisters, please go to www.allaboutthesisters.com or check us out wherever you listen to your podcasts. Want to know more about our guests? Check the description of this episode down below. Music.